Iran is 10 weeks away from acquiring weapons-grade materials necessary for a nuclear weapon, and Israel is ready to strike Iran. These are today's headlines, and we will discuss these and other events from a prophetic perspective, all while taking your calls on this open-line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me is 1-877-363-8463. And there's so much going on in the news right now. Um, And it seems like perilous times, doesn't it? I know that if I didn't know the Lord and didn't have a hope of eternal salvation and know that ultimately God is in control, I would be a little, um, I would be fearful. I'm just going to be honest with you. Because if if you're not relying on the Lord, what are you relying on? Let's think about it. You say, well, um, hey, Dave, I got a lot of money in the bank. Well, I mean, I understand that, but, uh, at the end, there's not a whole lot of security in that. If you think about it and yeah, there, I I understand financial security and everything. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these perilous times that are coming. You may not be able to rely so much on the giant bank account. Um, and there's a lot of other things that people rely on. Can we rely on the government for security? No, 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 no way. It's not how it works. So really the only true peace and security that you have, I mean, some horrible calamity hits anything. And even into eternity, the only security is Jesus Christ. Let's just be honest here. That is your only hope, is Jesus Christ. Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. You want a place of safety? That's Jesus Christ. And yes, it obviously it doesn't hurt to have a, a healthy bank account and things like that. Uh, going off into some of these things where you might be able to, you know, to set yourself up, you know, for something. I don't know, but I'm saying and some some prepping maybe for a uh, any any type of catastrophe, a covid situation, hurricane, whatever. But my main thing is to get everybody prepared spiritually for the times just ahead and for eternity and physically through educating people. But Really, it's getting everybody ready for eternity. And that comes from a spiritual battle between good and evil and making sure, are you ready to go? Because then you can have perfect peace. Now, I will tell you, I've got a couple calls and I'll get to you guys in just a moment. But I will tell you that 
I am, the first Thursday of every month, I am on a program with a guy named Pete Santilli. I'm, 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 in, I'm the, the person being interviewed for him for an hour the first Thursday of every month on the evenings. And his audience, his uh, callers and everybody, they all want to know about peace and security. We talked about it for an hour and the hour went so fast last night. And I told them, I said, Pete, I said, if you want true peace and security, make sure you're born again. Because none of us are promised tomorrow morning. I know I say that a lot, but folks, that is so true. And I've been to a lot of, of, of funerals to young people, to middle-aged people that thought, well, hey, I've got decades. And then, boom, they're taken. And you think, whoa, what? That just kind of hit me in the gut. I, I, I just cold water in my face. What just happened? That person had... You know, we thought they had decades to live, but for some reason, God chose to call them home. And so I told Pete and his listeners last evening, Pete, you've got to be born again. Make sure you've got your calling and election sure. And then when you lay your head down on the pillow tonight, you don't have to worry about where am I going to end up if I don't wake up? If you know that, you know, that, you know, there's no question there. That's perfect peace. And that takes a lot of the stress and fear of what we're going through in the world out. And yeah, I mean, I've got a lot more dialogue that I wanted to talk about. And, uh, but I'm, I'm going to take a couple calls really quick because, uh, before the first break here. And I'm going to go to Craig in Wyoming. God bless Craig. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? I'm tremendous. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. I'm glad it's Friday. Me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, just had a quick comment. Yeah. I uh, was listening to Glenn Beck's radio show a few weeks ago, and he had some really good insight. And he was talking about what might be coming down the pike, and he labeled it the three S's, as in Sam. And the first S was suggest. We suggest you wear a mask. You know, we suggest you roll up your sleeve and get a jab. Yeah. And then the second S is shove. You know, we're going to shove you into that cow car. We're going to shove you into that medical clinic. Right. And if those two things don't work, then it's shoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ultimately, yeah. those who resist and don't go along with the program will be terminated. Yeah. And I think there's a real line in the sand that's being drawn right now. Right. And there's two sides. It's like either go along with the program or don't. And, uh, that was just my comment. I just thought that was interesting that, you know, Glenn mentioned that. Yeah. And I just thought that really had a lot of prophetic influence. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Craig, is this, this is where it really helps to understand Bible prophecy. Because as far as here in the United States, 
I know that the situation with what's going on in Washington and this COVID vaccine and everything looks very bleak. But if you think about it, now I don't know Glenn Beck's prophecy view or his scriptural, where he's at. However, from a scriptural standpoint, a prophetic standpoint, um, we know that the United States... Now, I, I tell you what, Craig, can you hold over the break? Sure. Okay. Because I want to talk to this, uh, about this. Again, so everybody, I've got uh, some open lines. To join me, one 363 8463 And uh, I'm going to get back to Craig, and we'll talk more about the mandate and different things on the backside of the break. But I want to say God bless you all, and thank you for joining me today on the End of the Age. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, You can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith. In the hearts of Christians around the world, we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. Right now, that's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. Again, I'll be taking your calls today, 1-877-363-8463. So, uh, Craig, are you still with me? I'm here. Okay, good. So... The thing is, again, when, it, when we talk about Glenn Beck, and, and really there's a lot of great conservative talk show hosts out there, uh, Ben Shapiro, Dennis Prager, a, a bunch of guys, but a lot of them are, and they're good guys, and they, they have great information. I'm not n- knocking them per se, but there's a, if you look at it from a certain perspective, they're very good about giving all of the... Um, the dire circumstances going on in society. Uh, We're headed towards socialism and, you know, the vaccine mandate and all these things. They're really good at that. And they've got great information. And what they're saying is true. However, 
they, if you notice, they never seem to give a solution. What do we do about it? What do Christians do about it? Um, you know, uh, what's the answer to it all? They just give all of the bad things, the, the, these catastrophic events that we're going through. What I like to do is to say, okay, yes, they are perilous times. The Bible says there will be. And this mandate is one of them. Now, I don't think they'll obviously get to the point where they're going to shoot people. I, I, I would, man, not here in the United States. I mean, I, I just doubt that. I mean, could it be, you know, anything's possible, but I, I don't know if we'll get to that point. However, I want to give people hope. And the hope is, is that the Bible says all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You say, well, bad things have happened in history. Yes, they have. But again, that's what, this is where I'm talking about perfect peace and making sure that you're ready to meet the Lord. If you're ready to meet the Lord, Craig, yes, you do. You can be concerned about certain things, but when it comes to some of these perilous times, we're told how to make it through these things by having our faith and hope and trust in the Lord. It brings you peace. Without that, there's no hope. I mean, what are you going to, again, we talked about it. What are you going to hope in the government? Uh, no, you can't, you can't trust the government. And so, because the government's out for the government. And so when I think about things like this, the three S's that Glenn Beck came up with, um, yeah, we seem like we're kind of we're kind of almost there, right? <laughs> we're moving through the three S's right now. Um, but when I look at it prophetically speaking, the Bible tells us specifically the United States is going to not going to be part of the world fully fully engaged with the world governing body in the end time, and that we're going to stand with and protect Israel against that. Now I know what's going on with Joe Biden. I'm very well aware of what is he's a globalist and he's trying to push that on the United States trying to drag us into a one world governing body. This mandates maybe the, the coronavirus mandates and all these different things. Um, the vaccine mandates may be part of all that, trying to societally um, condition people. But I got to look at it from a prophetic standpoint, knowing that we're not going to be fully engaged with the world government and standing with Israel all throughout the end time. So that gives me hope. And it doesn't leave me hanging out here on a cliff saying, oh, no, you know, the whole United States is going to blow up. It's going to burn up. They're going to shoot us all. And, you know, so that that's one of the big differences. When you understand the Bible, it gives you hope. When you understand prophecy, it gives you hope throughout the end time. That's the main thing to me, Craig, is that even though it may be true and, and we, we talk about it as well. I understand what Glenn Beck is saying. But. If you know Bible prophecy, if you know what's coming and you know how to trust in the Lord and have faith, the Bible says we're walking by faith, not by sight. When you know that, then it helps you make it through these times and you have an, a, an element of hope in your life. Without that element of hope, without Jesus Christ being the Lord of your life and your hope is in him, then, yeah, I would be scared to death, honestly. Uh, but since I know him I have my hope and faith and trust is in him. And he's carried me through so many things up to this point. I don't lead a fearful life, Craig. And so, um, no, you know, that's just my that. perspective I, in the way I look at things. Yeah, and I, I agree. And I, I don't live in fear either. Um, but I, I do see 
like I mentioned earlier, I think there is a line in the sand being drawn. Yeah. And I think that, you know, what we're heading towards is either compliance and go along with the program or resist. And, you know, those who choose to resist, you know, there's going to be some dire consequences. I can tell you right now, I have a friend who lives in Colorado and the company that he works for, they're on the verge here in October of mandating that their employees roll up their sleeves. Yeah. And he doesn't want to. And yeah. if they don't, he may lose his job. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying he's going to get shot. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Just, so that's a big Grand Canyon between that and losing your yeah, job. Yeah. 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 But, it, I but it's like, uh, it's kind of like an appetizer. You know, you have the appetizer before the main course. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like baby steps kind of leading towards something bigger. Yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to relate to. Was- yeah, and I totally agree with you, Craig. I, I really do. Um, I, for myself and my wife, we've made a decision. I'm not going to take the vaccine either because right. I, I, I don't – I've done my research, and I don't think they really even know what's in the – um, what's in the vaccine fully? I mean, it's and what it will do as far as long-term effects. I've got a great friend of mine that works for <laughs> Pfizer, and he said that we don't know the long-term effects. He works there. The, he the vac the Pfizer vaccine. He's telling me we don't even know the long-term effects, but yet we're rolling it out to the public. He said we would never do that, but yet with this, he told me he said I'm not anti-vaccine, but I'm anti this vaccine. And so having right. talked to him and my doctor and a lot of different people, I'm, we've made up in our mind, we're, we're not going to take it. Um, and so, yeah, there, there's a lot of people that are drawing a line in the sand. I just read in places in Europe and different places now, there are people that are already losing their jobs um, because they won't take it. Well, you know, I, again, like you say, it's, it's kind of a line in the sand. I mean, if there's going to be gr- some grocery stores that say you can't come in here, fine. I'll order my stuff online. I mean, there's a, there's a way around a lot of this, um, you know, and if it comes, I, I, I don't know. We'll just have to see. Some of this stuff we're going to have to live through, Craig, uh, to see how it all pans out. But I like you say, I think there is a line being drawn in the sand. Um, again, I'm, uh, I see this as when a perilous times come, a lot of people turn to the Lord. And I, you know, I, I don't want perilous times to come, but a lot of times, you know, people will turn to the Lord in perilous times. I mean, after 911 happened in uh, New York, there were people going to prayer meetings that had never been to one. And so I don't want the perilous times to come, but I know that sometimes when things like that happen, people will turn to the Lord, maybe setting the stage for a time of revival, you know, so... I think there are some silver linings. Um, I, I don't want to see anybody die. I don't want that. I don't want anybody to be sick. But I know that the, uh, homeschooling and different things like that, that has really escalated here in the uh, United States. People that are homeschooling and going to private schools and different things because of this. Um, so, you know, it's just a lot of it is perspective. What am I going to do? How am I going to face this? Some of these things, Craig, we're just going to have to live through. Um, to see how it all pans out. Okay, okay Craig. Yeah, man, I, I, I thank you for the call. 
I want to say God bless you and, and God bless everyone as we go through this mess because that's exactly what it is. Um, I had a caller uh, that wanted to take their question off the air and it was Lord's. And I'm going to answer your question in just a moment. I got one more physical caller and then we'll, and I've got, a, I've got almost an open bank, everybody. So it's a great time to get in, one 363 8463 But let's go to Liam real fast, and then I'll get back to Lords. Liam in Florida, God bless you. Yeah, uh, it's your choice on what everything else. Yeah, absolutely. For the, uh, yeah. For the choices for everything you were saying about that, people don't know what to do, well, it's your choice. Totally agree. Um, we, so one of the main things I was talking with Craig about is he was saying that they're starting to coerce people. Let me give you a, for instance, Liam, there's a guy that comes to one of the Bible. We have Bible studies here every Thursday night at the end time television studios. One of the guy that it comes to that is an executive in a building firm here in the Dallas area. He says that his boss is trying to coerce him to take the vaccine and that he has a mobile vaccine station. It's like a, a, a van where they're going around and giving his, the, the, the uh, building firm is giant here in Dallas. They're going around in a van giving people the vaccine, his, their employees, the guys who are out on construction sites and things like that. And they're trying to coerce him to do it. And he, and, and, and he's thinking, you know what? I, I think they may let me go. And he's been there for 20 some years. They may let me go if I don't do that. So I understand it's your choice, but what some people are kind of uh, hesitant over and concerned about is that people, companies here in the United States. Now we're in Dallas, we're in Texas, obviously, and our governor is trying to protect us from a lot of this stuff, but there are companies, there are businesses that are kind of saying, no, no, we're going to do it anyway for the, for the protection of our employees and different things, which is kind of crazy to me, but that's what so people are concerned about. It is your choice, and you can just quit your job. I mean, if somebody comes to you and co- tries to coerce you through your business, you've got the right to say no and I and quit. So yeah, it is a choice. But some of the people There's are concerned. Boss. What's that? There's medical laws that protect your rights to choose what you put in your body and things too. Okay, so and certain I, religious freedoms. Right, right. Um, agreed with that and may have to do a little more research on that one as far as, um, you know, how could I medically get out of this? I know you can get medical exemptions. People have asked me to give them a a medical exemption. I'm a prophecy teacher here at End Time. I can't really do that because there are no, there are no scriptures in the Bible that would forbid somebody from getting a vaccine. I just don't want to take this vaccine because it was not created properly. They didn't do all of the trials and the tests and everything they're supposed to do. And they just rolled it out to the public and they do not know the long-term effects of it. I don't want to put that in my body. And so we'll, uh, you know, we'll continue to research Liam, do the best we can to uh, make sure we make the right decisions in all of this. As for me and my wife uh, and a lot of my friends, we've decided uh, not to take it um, that's our choice. So, yep. Yes, sir. Oh, I also sent you guys an email like a few months back with some screenshots and things about weather and predictions of stuff. So, you might find it interesting. Okay. 
I'll look it up when we get off the air. Okay. Bye. All right. God bless you and thank you. Um, yep. Let me go to Lords real quick. Um, and he wanted to take the his call off the air, and that's fine. He wanted me to give a timeline of the seals, trumpets, vials, and which is very important because it plays into the mark of the beast, the vaccine. A lot of people are saying the mark, the uh, vaccine is the mark of the beast, which it's not because the the beast isn't even here yet. You understand? And so you can't dole out the mark of the beast. This global numbering system to coerce everybody to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his world governing system when the Antichrist isn't even on the scene yet. So no, the vaccine mandates and the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. It is, we, it could be societal conditioning for that, but this is simply one of the, one of the crazy things. And I'm, let's just talk here for a moment. I got a little time. One of the bad things that I've learned about the vaccine and from my sources is that they, uh, when you had, um, I'm trying to think of the, the swine flu, if I remember it right, the swine flu, they came out with a vaccine for that. And when a, some people died as a result of that, they stopped it and pulled it right off the market, the vaccine. Well, we've had, according to Dr. McCullough and some different people here in Dallas, we've had thousands of people die from this vaccine. And yet they're still pushing, pushing, pushing. Some of these doctors are astonished that they would continue to push this. Why are they doing that? Why are they trying to coerce people to take a vaccine where they've known? Now, I'm not trying to scare everybody. I'm just giving you the facts here. Where they've known that people have died from it. And so I looked at my wife and I said, you know what? I'm, I, I don't, I, I don't really like vaccines, period. I've got friends that are, you know, not anti-vaccine, uh, that will take it. My mom took it. Some of my pastor friends have taken it. But as far as the things I've learned from my, um, my friend that works at Pfizer and, uh, and I'm going to trying to get him on the radio and maybe over in another month, a month and a half after he retires, I may be able to get him on. But, uh, Dr. McCullough, he, my friend from Pfizer told me, he said, Dr. McCullough is one of the most published individuals in the history on some of these things where of, of the, in, your internal organs and some of these different things. He's a very reliable source. His name is, um, I think it's uh, Dr. McCullough. I think it's Peter McCullough, if I'm not mistaken. But he's a resource. I I just published a big article of his from LifeSite News on my Facebook page, if you want to go read it, all of you that are attached to me on Facebook. Very reliable source. He knows what he's talking about, and it's a a great thing. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get back uh, about some of the vaccine, then we'll get to some more calls. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. 
This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the Book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. One of the things I want to mention, and I know I've got a couple callers, I'll get to you all in a minute, but... One of the things I want to mention about this that kind of turned me off of the vaccine. I mean, there's been a plethora of things, but one of the things was Dr. Peter McCullough and my friend from Pfizer told me this is that originally you when when all this started, when all this stuff happened back in March of 2020, President Trump started talking about hydrochloroquine and, and different medicines and things that were that you should take. And. Then they started to be demonized. There's articles started to come out and said, hey, don't take hydrochloroquine. Don't take ivermectin. And they were pointing everybody to this vaccine. But Dr. Peter McCullough, he has said that we, he treats people here in Dallas. He said we were successfully treating people using ivermectin and hydrochloroquine. But he said then all these news sources started saying that they were poison and all kinds of different things and just started demonizing these medicines. And Dr. Peter McCullough said that ivermectin, which is what I took when I had COVID, I had COVID back, back in February. My doctor gave me Iverme- uh, uh, recommended ivermectin and uh, Dr. Peter McCullough was saying, hey, the uh, ivermectin and hydrochloroquine was... Uh, they, we, they were successfully treating people using those medicines. And then the, the, the news media come out, started demonizing them and pu- pushing everybody to get the vaccine. Well, once I started hearing this kind of stuff and reading it, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to get, I don't want anything to do with that vaccine. Now, it, Dr. Peter McCullough, if you read the article that I just um, posted on my Facebook page, he said that, elderly people, maybe in a nursing home and that kind of stuff, people that are really cautious about it, you know, p- perhaps the vaccine might be okay for them. And he was given some reasoning and everything. See, I think he was saying people like over 50, you know, and he gave some reasoning for that. You ought to go read the article if you haven't. Uh, if, if you don't, if you're not attached to me on Facebook, 
get a, get attached to me or email me drobbins at endtime.com. I will send you the article. It's in life site news by Dr. Peter McCullough. And it was a lot of good information and they are, the news media is just trying to demonize this guy, but he's telling the truth. So if you want some good information on it, uh, you can go read that article. It'd be a good one or email me and I'll send it to you. I'll send you a copy of it. Okay. So let's get right back to the phones. Uh, Carlos from California. God bless Carlos. Welcome to end of the age. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Yes. Hey, um, I just wanted to talk to you about vaccines and, and I've been against them for a really, really long time because, uh, the last time I took one, uh, it was, it was so bad to me. I got the worst time in my life. I got sick and I started researching about that. And, and one of the things I found out that, that there are some vaccines that they put, um, uh, fetus tissues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it's not hard to research all of that. There are, there are many websites available. Yeah. Um, so my question, you know, for you, it will be, you know, uh, if you, if you are certain, you know, that this vaccine is going to do you harm, you know, would you take it when they make you take it? And, you know, and will you have some options? Yeah. So that's the thing, Carlos, is that the vaccine has been given. Again, let me tell you, my mom took the vaccine. I've got a lot of friends that have taken it. I've got pastor friends and their churches. I know there are millions of people that have taken it. I think 48% of the American population has taken it and 52% has not. I think that's what I just read in in an article today. So there have been, I don't know, I think maybe if I remember right, maybe this was a couple months ago I read where there were maybe 12 to 10 to 12,000 maybe that have died from it. Okay. That they, that they think they can just point right to it and said, Hey, 10 to 12,000 people, which is 10 to 10 to 12,000 too many for my, uh, liking. However, I don't think that everybody, obviously it's proven, not everybody that takes it's going to die from it. Some people have had adverse reactions to every vaccine that's ever been rolled out. But a lot of times when they start having adverse reactions, they'll pull it off the market. This one they haven't. So um, I, I don't like the vaccines. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm not a doctor. I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to give information out there. I'm a prophecy teacher. But I've had so many people that are interested in this vaccine because they see it as being a, a mark of the beast type scenario. Number one, it's not that. Number two, we've, I've just told people, bad. they want to know, hey, Dave, what are you and your family doing? What's end time doing? For me and my wife, we've decided we're not going to take it because of, you know, some of the medical ramifications and all these. My doctor recommended that we not take it. Okay. So, um, Good. but for, that you know but my, again my mother took it and she's fine now again we don't know the long term ramifications i hope there are no long term uh side effects and things like that but as of this point my mom is 75 years old and is fine so and i've got a lot of you know a lot of friends that have taken it and they're fine as well so there are people that have had adverse reactions so at this point carlos um you know, as far as me being coerced to take it, 
I don't see that happening because, you know, uh, at End Time Ministries, we're never, I'm not going to do that to any of our uh, staff here. Obviously, there's no way I would do that. So, but there are companies, again, I've got a, a friend of mine, I just talked about him. His company's got a mobile deal going around. They've got a huge company here in Dallas to guys who are out on construction sites, giving them the vaccine. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is ridiculous. Who would do this? This is ridiculous. So at any rate, um, I'm, I'm not a vaccine expert. I'm just trying to give out the best information I can, let people know what I'm going to do. Um, and some of this stuff, you know, as far as them coming to the point where they're going to start shooting people and stuff like that, don't know if we'll get, I don't know if we'll get there, but, um, there, you know, there will be businesses that want to coerce people. Uh, my, okay. So another, uh, case in point here, my, or uh, for, uh, example, I should say our IT guy that lives in Peoria, Illinois, his wife has been a nurse there. She's one of the head nurses in the hospital, been, been doing that for decades, they're telling her by I think by September or October you've got to have the vaccine or there's a chance of maybe you losing your position. Well, I mean he so he's hey hey you know we need to pray about this because it's kind of getting a little dicey. So yeah, we need to be in prayer about it. Um, but I think you know hopefully there's a way that people can avoid that and not lose their jobs. We'll have to do some more research on that one, Carlos. Hey, Carlos, I got to let you go. I got a lot of calls. I'm going to have to try to get in for the end of the program. God bless you. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's go to Ricky in Texas. God bless Ricky. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just had a, a remark about the mark of the beast. Uh, I want to say that I don't, I don't believe that it, or the vaccine, that I don't believe that it is the mark of the beast. But uh, I do believe that it's, uh, that God is trying to, wants the people to know that um, as you look around and you see all these people getting the vaccine, you know, whether it be for their job or whether it be because of mere fear, that um, it's going to take a, if people are already caving because of that, imagine how much harder it's going to be whenever the mark of the beast does come out. Right. There's so many Christians who um, they believe, you know, that they're going to be able to just say, hey, I'm not going to get the mark of the beast for whatever reason. But I believe that God right now um, is calling us back, you know, to him. He wants us uh, to diligently uh, uh, go to him and ask in prayer, you know, what it is we're supposed to be doing. Because uh, I believe we're really close to seeing a lot of uh, change. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know what you had to say or your insight on such. Yeah, so the, as far as the, max, the vaccine goes and the mark of the beast... This could be societal conditioning, a, 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 a global type situation. What can we manipulate the global population to do? How far can we take people? We may not get them to go all the way this point, but when we want to roll out a, a global numbering system where we can coerce people to get on board with that, you know, I mean, you, you basically push people so far and they see how far they can push before people will really rise up. So it's when we say societal conditioning, that's kind of what we mean by that. Um, this could be a precursor, a forerunner of the mark of the beast system. Why? Why would they try to pull people away from to, to steer them away from medicines that were working, and try to, but yet try to force this vaccine on people? So again, Ricky, I I don't know how all this is going to play out. I know there will be a mark of the beast system. It's going to be a a global numbering system. 
Everybody's going to have to take the mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Without that, they're not going to be able to buy or sell. Um, we're not to that point yet with the vaccine. Um, yes, if you can't go in a restaurant or something like that because you, ha- you haven't been vaccinated, fine. I just won't eat there. But I can still function in society. We're a, we're a long way from the mark of the beast system. So at anyway, um, that's kind of how I see it. Some of these things, we'll have to live through some of them just to see how it all plays out. I know that the two things, to, take, to not take the mark of the beast, two things you should never do. Don't take a mark of identification on your person anywhere. And don't pledge allegiance to the Antichrist or his world governing system. You don't do those two things. You'll make sure you don't take the mark of the beast. Okay, can I make one more remark? Yes. Um, I just want to let your listeners know, uh, as the Bible tells us, you know, fear not man who can kill you, but fear he who after death has the ability to cast into hell. Um, yeah. I believe that a lot of people are just fear in a fear mode, you know, because of the media or because of whatever the case. But I just want to let your listeners know that as long as they stay strong in the faith and believe that Jesus Christ is, is the Christ, you know, that um, the Bible says that he who endures to the end will be saved. And I just want to let you go with that. Absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. And God bless you, Ricky. Um, I just want to, yeah, God bless you. Thank you for the call. And we're going to keep going, folks. We've got a full bank of callers here. I want to go to um, Dr. Mike uh, right here in Texas. God bless Dr. Mike. Welcome to End of the Age, my friend. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing tremendous. How are you doing? Good. Good, good. One of the topics I'm hearing is on the vaccination and and such. I wanted to give an update. Yes. Around around here in the Plano area, the hot the hospitals that I'm working at, they're starting to fill up with the the Delta variant as inpatients, and the majority of those cases are non-vaccinated. Uh, so that that's that's reality. That's we're not. That's no conspiracy or anything like that. That's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, a lot of the doctors, uh, including myself. Um, are actually looking forward to doing a booster of the Pfizer. Um, and we're, we, we think it's safe. Um, actually, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who appears on CNBC mm-hmm. over the months, I've listened to him, and uh, from my medical knowledge, I listened to his language. And he's been spot, and so I know he's, he's very smart. Uh-huh. And I found him to be extremely credible. Um, even though a booster is not recommended now, um, he has said last week that uh, it was his opinion that the people that got the vaccine and have done well with it back in December, January, uh, probably should, if they're at higher risk, probably should be getting thinking about getting a booster mm-hmm. uh, at this point. One of the physicians I work with has already sent his his parents to get a booster. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, we're, you know, obviously we're against coercion. Um, yeah. Uh, and there's risks and benefits to everything. As Dr. Know. Mike, can you, can you hold over the break? I certainly will. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, God bless everybody. I got a full bank of callers, and I'm going to try to get to everybody before the end of the program. Thank you much for joining us on End of the Age. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, 
we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. All right. Well, sorry about that, Dr. Mike. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I'm not in control of the brakes, so. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yes, sir. So I just wanted to give my uh, yeah. uh, on, on the ground uh, yes. experience. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely against coercion because one size does not fit all. Right. If you notice, every, some people may have allergies to environmental, uh, uh, you know, um, antigens, yeah. and some others don't. Everybody's immune system is different, so, right. um, and that's why there's such a wide variance in response uh, to this particular virus. And medicine is not a you know either a yes or a no. There are there's a, it's a spectrum of risk, and you have to make a balance. Yeah. On balance, uh, I believe that having on most people having the, the vaccine is less risk than uh, getting the actual. Uh, uh, getting natural virus. Um, I'm, I've been hearing that the ivermectin and the uh, and the and the other uh, hydrochloroquine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been hearing that it actually actually was pretty effective, and it yeah. was politicized. And this politicization is is not what we should be looking at. We should just looking at okay, what's the truth? Right, right. And but I understand the slippery slope here yeah. about being forced to vaccinate because we know in the future that that's that's where we're going. Yeah. Um, and we have to choose our, our uh, fight, which fight we're going to fight wisely. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I just wanted to throw that uh, perspective in. Man, to I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, and, and I trust you. So that's, that's a good thing. And I, 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 I listen to your voice. Uh, and so I, I do thank you for uh, placing the call today, Dr. Mike. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll, well, well thank you much, sir. And God bless you and Tawana. Thank you. You too. All right. God bless. All right. Let's go. Let's keep on going, guys. I'm going to try to get to everybody for the end of the program. Um, let's go to Sam right here in Texas. God bless Sam. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, Dave. Um, I was going to ask you, do you think the coronavirus is real? So, I mean, didn't you, didn't you catch it? Weren't you sick with it? So, yeah, I absolutely did. I mean, <laughs> it was, if it's not the coronavirus, it was, as, it was something I had was as real as it gets. To my knowledge, all the doctors that I've been able to talk to, I mean, you just heard from a very respectable doctor here in Plano, Texas, Dr. Mike, um, a great friend of ours. Yes, I, in my opinion, it's real. Every, I've talked to a lot of doctors, and I haven't heard, had anybody say it's not real. So and, I believe and, it and is so real. In, in a way, you've already gotten your shot since you, you got the coronavirus and, and you, you survived it. You've got yeah, the I've got the antibodies. Yeah. So, so basically, you, you've got the shot, in a way. Yeah, I mean, to, from what okay. I've heard, the antibodies are a lot better than any vaccine you could get. Yeah, but I, you know, I just, you hadn't been, you know, telling people that. You know, I mean, I know it because I keep up with, it and I heard that when you got sick. But it, it, and it's not the, the mark of the beast. It's not right. a sin 
to take the shot, the vaccine. Yeah. No, so I, I, I never have taken a shot. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying on this shot, you had you got the virus and you survived. It. Yeah, you got okay, the I got you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so in a way, you've you take you've taken the vaccine. Yeah, but I, mean, I see uh, what you're saying. Yeah, and it's it's not the mark of the beast, right? And it's it's not a sin to take it, right? And uh, so the, the 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 line in the sand you guys are talking about it's not a religious. It's not a, a religious. Uh, That's correct. Line. It's a it, it's a political line. Yeah, it's like and Dr. It's like Dr. Mike said, it's the slippery slope. I mean, when yeah. you're talking about coercion here by the government, what you'll put in your body, man, that's that's like we can't go down that road, folks. Because the yeah, next thing it'll be eventually is a chip in your hand or something like that. You you can't allow the government to tell me what to put in my body. We can't go there. Right. Yeah. And that's what I like about your your ministry. You know, you're telling us, no, this is not it. Don't worry about it. This is not it. And you wouldn't wish that sickness or that death, the death that Irvin, he died for the, from the coronavirus. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, so you have a realm of influence. Mm-hmm. And if you don't use that to tell people to take the shot and they get sick or they infect somebody else. Right. And they, and they die from it, that's on you. Right, right. How, is your conscience going to be able to take that? I think you have a – I mean, I can tell you – I have no realm of influence. Nobody knows about Sam. Yeah. But a lot of people know about you. They respect you. And if, you know, if you can influence them to take a shot, save their life, that'd be awesome. And that's yeah. what you, the ministry is about, saving their lives, yep. saving their souls. Amen. That's, that's all I had to say. They just really know the response to that. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. God bless you, sir. You have a great weekend. Uh, let's go straight to Richard in Indiana. God bless Richard. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm doing tremendous. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Uh, Dave, the question I have is, since the kingdom of the Antichrist will be in Europe, and the headquarters for the United Nations is in New York, Mm -hmm. will will there be a merging of the two headquarters whereby the the, uh, United Nations will move over to Europe? So currently, most of the United Nations, the arms of the United Nations, as most of the inner workings is already in Europe. What you okay. have here, what you have here in New York, is the the General Assembly room and some offices, things like that. But a lot of the inner workings is already over in Europe. You got the, you know, like you have. Um, when I say their arms, you've got, there's like, when you think about like the, the, uh, the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, World Health Organization, all, a lot of different arms. When you think about things like that, most of that stuff's already over there. Some of it's here, Where, but most of it's already though? over there. I'm sorry? The headquarters for the United Nations. That's here. Okay, will that move over, let's say, to Brussels when the Beast Kingdom is fully formed? So it's, it's highly likely that that will, because powers... Now, I, I'm going to give you my opinion here, because I, I can't prove this, um, how it's all going to play out. I know the powers will swing to Europe, and the Antichrist will come out of the European Union. That's going to be the seat of the Antichrist. So it appears that that will happen, and that everything will move over there. Uh, will the United Nations stay here and just be like, you know... 
um, a voice for them, possibly. But all of the inner workings, the Antichrist is going to come out of the European Union, not out of the United States. So the seat, the power base of the Antichrist will be the European Union. Will the physical building, I mean, everybody in there move over there? I, I don't know that. Um, but I know the power base will, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. That answers my question. Appreciate a- your answer. A- absolutely. Uh, and thank you for the call, Richard. God bless you, sir. Um, let's go to Pam in Illinois. God bless Pam. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello, Brother Dave. Uh, this question is uh, for my son that he's wanting to know. Yes. What? Because I've heard what you talked about this, but um, what's your idea about the virus slash vaccine? becoming like a biological warfare for World War III and killing one-third of the population. And I'm going to take the question offline because my phone's going to die. Okay. (laughs) All right, no problem. Okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So we believe that the World War III, uh, Revelation chapter 9, verse 13 through 16, the Sixth Trumpet War, will be a physical war. We believe it will be a nuclear war. The reason I say that is because the Bible says it gives three clues to three characteristics of this war that's coming. It's going to emanate out of the Middle East region. Okay? The vaccine did not emanate out of the Middle East region that we know of. Number two, so the Euphrates River War. The Euphrates River. Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran. Think about that. Almost 100% Islamic uh, nations. The Bible says, loose the four angels bound in the great river Euphrates for to kill a third of all of mankind. So that's where the war will originate. Number two, it's going to kill one third of the population uh, of the entire earth's population. Number three, the Bible says there will be an army of 200 million soldiers that will fight in the war. Okay, so think about that compared to the coronavirus vaccine situation. There's going to be an army of 200 million soldiers. There's three entities that can field an army of 200 million. China, India, and the Islamic faction on the planet. The Bible also goes on to say that they were killed by the reason of the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone. And so if you think of a nuclear weapon, the nuclear fission that happens, it's the only thing on the planet that gets as hot as the temperature of the sun. So when, it, when you're talking about World War III, you're talking about a nuclear war, you're going to kill, and I don't even, you know, I mean, I, I understand your question, Pam, but I don't even really like to talk about this stuff, but the casualties will be over 40 times that of World War II. World War II, totally devastating to the world. But World War III, 40 times that. You're talking about 2.5. Six to two point seven billion. This is the Bible. So, to be able to do that in a very, very, very short period of time, it's going to be nuclear, and it's going to it's going to emanate out of the Middle East region, and it's going to go around the world. Battle of Armageddon, separate war. That's going to be localized right there in Israel. This war is going to go out, and there will be a you know. One third of the world's population. The population centers of the world are over there in Asia and them countries over in there. It's not here in the United States. So in, in our opinion, I believe scripturally 
that it will be a physical war. We believe it's going to be a nuclear war. And because the, the Bible says they were killed by fire, smoke, and brimstone, look at the results of a nuclear weapon. I mean, consider Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You're talking about nuclear fires and billows of smoke. If you've ever seen a nuclear bomb set off, look at the smoke that comes. Now, John is trying to describe a modern day event 2,000 years ago when he's given this vision. He said, hey, the, I, I saw this, um, you know, this war is going to happen. It's going to come out of the Middle East region, the Euphrates River region. This is John describing this 2,000 years ago. And he says they're going to be killed. These people are going to be killed by a smoke, the fire, and brimstone. It doesn't appear to me anything like the coronavirus vaccine situation that that would lead to a World War III scenario. What I would be watching for right now is what's going on between Iran and Israel and the United States. Uh, the um, foreign, um, the defense secretary of Israel has said, hey, Iran's 10 weeks away from a nuclear, getting a nuclear bomb. They're the number one state sponsor of terrorism on the planet. And we're ready to go. We're ready to go in and bomb them right now. He's, it's in the news today. And so that's one of the scenarios that I'm watching like a hawk. I'm reading all the articles I can get my hands on because that could be leading to a World War III scenario. I mean, that could happen at any time if, we, if we're not already in that war and it just hasn't escalated to the point where there are mass casualties. So don't really think it could be the, the virus vaccine. I mean, think about a 200 million man army emanate out of the Middle East region um, and they're killed by the reason of the fire and the smoke and the brimstone. I just don't think that that looks like a, a, a coronavirus vaccine type scenario. It, the vaccine, uh, coronavirus, and all this other stuff—it's a—it's a—it's a, a very horrible situation. Don't see that leading to World War III. Well, man, I wish I could get to the rest of you guys. Um, I'm—I apologize. I'm, I'm at the end of my program. I want to say God bless you all. Join us next week for more updated program. There's so much going on in the news that we want to talk about. And we'll be, uh, myself, Doug, and Vince will be talking about it next week. Uh, look forward to some great programming. You guys have a great weekend. God bless everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.